Hello, and welcome to another episode of Give Us This Day, Our Daily Lou, where I'll read a piece out of the Bhagavad Gita, and then I'll talk about it. Hope you're having a lovely Monday. Monday is my favorite time of year. What a song. No effects, if you know it. Another great jam by No Effects is My Vagina. One of the first pro-transsexual songs ever made. And uh, it's a shame that in our current times it's just not even been mentioned. But typical, because No Effects is a big punk rock band that's anti-government. So of course they wouldn't bring them up in school. Like, hey, these people in 2001, I think... Maybe even earlier, they were talking about the stuff you guys want to do now at Abundance. And they were saying how cool it was to have a vagina when you used to have a penis. But no, you're not going to hear that in the schools. <laughs> I tell you, as if Fat Mike wasn't a scientific researcher himself. <laughs> and no, that's not an insult. He called himself Fat Mike. He wasn't even that fat. So don't think I'm insulting anyone. I'm just saying what he called himself. It'd be like if I call myself Lil Lou and someone would say, hey, it's Lil Lou. That is kind of obvious. I'm five foot four. You know what I mean? Someone says, though, you're short. I'm not going to be surprised. Or I don't see why I'd be offended because it's an obvious statement. But it's also relative because I am short to someone who's taller. But I am tall to someone who's shorter. (laughs) So what we got here is chapter 13, the field and the knower. Um. The body is the field, and the one who knows such is the knower. And we're going to explain what this means, what the body and the field are, what Krishna is, and then I'm going to talk about it. So here it is. Here's Krishna. Listen, and I will explain the nature of the field and how change takes place within it. I will also describe the knower of the field and his power. These truths have been sung by great sages in a variety of ways and expounded in precise arguments concerning Brahman. The field, Arjuna, is made up of the following. The five areas of sense perception, the five elements, the five sense organs, and the five organs of action. The three components of the mind, the manas, the buddhi, and the amakara, and the undifferentiated undifferentiated energy from which all these evolved in this field arise desire and aversion pleasure and pain the body intelligence and will yes i will repeat it this is a double shlok today by the way two different shlokes coming at you call two for monday listen and i will explain the nature of the field and how change takes place within it I will also describe the knower of the field and his power. These truths have been sung by great sages in a variety of ways and expounded in precise arguments concerning Brahman. The field, Arjuna, is made up of the following, the five areas of sense perception, the five elements, the five senses, sense organs, and the five organs of action, the three components of the mind, the manas, buddhi, and amakara, and the undifferentiated energy from which all these evolved. In this field arise desire and aversion, pleasure and pain, the body, intelligence, and will. Magnificent, huh? So as you see, the body is everything that we consider 
basically empirical factual existence like we in the in the empirical world of like objective of measurements and observance a lot of times the soul doesn't exist because you can't measure it except the one study where a guy put a guy someone on a on a table on a scale and they died and measured what they weighed before they died and what they weighed after and it was like point something and they said that's the soul the, how much the soul weighs i don't know i don't think the soul can weigh anything because it's not in space and time and if it's not in space and time that means it's not measurable because you need to have be within a space, which is then in a time once you're encapsulated in space to even be measurable or perceivable by our time space continuum of what the universe is, our perceptual thought of what the universe is. So that's just one of those studies where like, we, if I can't measure it, it doesn't exist. You know, we had to make sure it exists because otherwise my belief in a soul doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's not real to me. You know, it's one of those. So as we see everything, every single thing, look. I say it again. I mean, I say it again. The five areas of sense perception, the five elements, the five sense organs, and the five organs of action, the three components of the mind, which are manas, buddhi, and amkara, which is like um, the three areas. It's like uh, buddhi is like the highest knowledge. Manas is one of them is below that, and amkara is below that. So I don't, you know, amkara is the is the ego, self will. Okay, booty is like the highest intelligence. It's like once we get past our bullshit, our own ego and self-will, we'll reach that booty type shit. You know what I mean? And then you got the manas, which give me a second. I'm looking because I forgot. It's hard to hold a fucking microphone. It's uh, okay. So the manas are the sense perception. The booty is the highest intelligence. You can basically consider it this, right? The amkara is the ego which causes our eye, our separation. It's kind of like emotional aspect of selves. It's not an instinct thing. It's an emotional aspect. And then the manas would be the instincts of what we do, sense perception. So uh, it's like when you're born and you just know to move your hands around. You're not saying, I'm moving my hands. You're just reacting. That's sense perception. And then booty is like the highest knowledge. It's our prefrontal cortex. It's once we use reasoning and logic. But it's even above that. Because you can even consider the Amkara within your reason and logic. Because once you have an eye separated, full, encapsulated ego, developed ego, you have reason and logic. So the Bodhi intelligence is even above that, right? So we're getting to parts of spiritual knowledge. And even here, Krishna is saying even that is within the body. The soul is the soul doesn't have the spiritual knowledge. It is it. It is the our personal continuity aspect of the spirit is what the soul is it's like uh and you know you're in your soul when you're jiving when you're doing something in life and you can others would perceive it as work or hard work but you're flowing that's it like where you're just supposed to be in life you're hitting on soul strides right there baby you know what i mean now even those and the undifferentiated energy energy from which all these evolved which i believe is prakriti and prakriti being you can consider prakriti like kind of force and but then it's like force and matter together not just force and then matter existing as empirical science says but force and matter together like there's that there's a cause effect something causes such to even be in such existence it's the moving the differentiating of all molecules that create what we see the waves that are constantly being displaced and different values of things really in a threshold of what we perceive as reality. So, 
And in this field arise desire and aversion, pleasure and pain, the body, intelligence and will. And that's all in the field. And that's why earlier when it said, knowledge of the field and its knower is true knowledge. Because once you understand everything is the field, which is all you think you are, then you put an objective separation between the subject of self, which is your soul, and then you could work with yourself. So you're not cursed by the Lord or, oh, life sucks because look what it did to me. It's like, oh, I bet. I right, saw so I was molested here or uh, my mother's dead over here or, uh, you know, brother's dead over here or I just lost all my, my job, uh, kids dead, whatever it is. All right, let's get with it. I'm not, and when I say these things, I'm not, that's how it's just going to be. All right, kid's dead. Let's move on. No, no. These are just ideas, thoughts. It's obviously everything's easier said than done. Duh. That's like the most ridiculous saying in my, in my perspective because duh. Like everything's easier said than done. That's obvious an obviousity. The only thing that might be said easier than done, nah, you could even say that this saying it's easier said than done is easier than your body actually doing that because you're not saying, all right, formulate the language and context to create this sentence that I want to have an idea. You just do it. So it is easier to do that. But that's the perspective of it, to have the body and everything in which is experienced in perceptual reality and then to know there's a separation from that. So you don't have to always identify of that which has occurred within this life. It's just a, it's just like a, it's just a piece of the process. And I don't mean the process of when you were born now until when you die. I mean the whole thing, baby, all births, all deaths, but that stems with faith and belief. But that's why the true knowledge is to understand such that you're not all these things much more much, much more. Don't limit yourself just because everyone else tries to. Listen, and I will explain the nature of the field and how change takes place within it. I will also describe the knower of the field and his power. These truths have been sung by great sages in a variety of ways and expounded in precise arguments concerning Brahman. The field, Arjuna, is made up of the following. The five areas of sense perception, the five elements, the five sense organs, and the five organs of action, the three components of the mind, manas, buddhi, and amkara, and the undifferentiated energy from which all these evolved. In this field arise desire and aversion, pleasure and pain, the body, intelligence, and ill will. And as always, thank you for tuning in to WLOU, the smooth sounds of the Bhagavad Gita.